Yo, what's up? My name is Omari Harabin, and you are listening to the unofficial Squarespace Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, founder of sqspthemes.com, and today we're going to talk with Promise Tangeman, CEO and creative director of the design agency Go Live HQ. Uh, we're going to get a little bit into her story, how she got started and grew her design agency into what it is today. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how she got into selling website templates. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Promise, who's going to introduce herself and we'll get started. Perfect. Yeah, I originally started back in 2010. Um, Actually, 2007, I graduated from design school and um, I it's funny story. I actually fell in love with customizing my space profiles. This really dates me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like, you know, made a cool background image for my for my MySpace page and my profile picture match. I had some music and um, that was like my first eye-opening experience creating my own unique corner of the web that represented my personality and what I wanted my personal brand to be. And then I just had a bunch of friends that wanted me to customize their MySpace profiles as well. And that's where where I really fell in love with web design. And then um, because I have a design, I had a design background, I really dove into understanding personal brand and and building brands for um, already established companies, helping entrepreneurs launch what they love. Um, And my first business was called Promise Tangiman Creative. So it was my own personal name. And then the demand just grew from there. And I fell in love with helping other people launch their websites, people that weren't necessarily designers, but that were entrepreneurs and really wanting to launch what they love into the world. Um, Because sometimes when your website is live, your business actually feels real because it's, you know, your own... um, own corner of the web. It's your digital front door in a lot of ways. So um, that's kind of how I got started. And then as the demand started to grow, I was trying to figure out different ways to scale my business and help more people launch what they loved through their web design. So I started creating website templates. Yeah. So yeah. So catch me up with the website templates. I know you guys work on a couple different platforms, um, but how's, how did that start and how's that grown? Yeah, so the website templates just started as, you know, wanting to create a resource for people to do on their own at a a lower budget cost. Because at the time I was only doing custom designs for people that, you know, cost thousands of dollars and my schedule was full and back in the day, you know, this was 10,000, this was um, 2010. Mm -hmm. So as a female in that web design space, there was a lot of creative entrepreneurs that were females that were launching their businesses. And the feedback that I got was, you know, my schedule, I feel like my schedule was filling up because people and other women were like, you just get my style, you get what I'm going for and what I'm trying to do online. And that's why they wanted to hire me. And so I was like maxed out. My calendar was maxed out with projects. And so I was trying to figure out how can I scale and help more people for um, not as high of a cost. And so that's where, I, that's where I started dabbling in the template concept. And I first launched with um, a web design platform called Show It and did that for years and really liked the platforms that were easy to use for people, which 
Um, I've tried to stay away from WordPress just because it's really not easy for my ideal client, which just wants to drag and drop things and customize things with buttons and stay away from code. <laughs> so yeah, so Squarespace was an interesting challenge, um, just given you know how the platform is created and put together. And so we were like, you know, let's how how do we work this? How do we do templates on Squarespace? Wow, interesting. So so it sounds like you started off um, with a really good problem of of just being overbooked um, and needing to somehow scale yourself or scale your your design aesthetic, and that's um, that's what you know brought you into the template space. Um, tell me a little bit about your team. How have you been able to grow that over the years? Yeah, that was an interesting dynamic when I first started because I, I mean, I guess everyone, everyone would like to say they have a unique style, <laughs> um, but I felt like, um, you know, people were coming to me, at least the feedback I was getting is that I had a style that they were looking for. So at first it was hard for me to um, have other designers designing for me because people were looking for my um unique style aesthetic is, is how they would put it. Um, so I did somewhere I started art directing and kind of trying to um, like micromanage some of my designers and I'm like, this really isn't working. And so that's really where I rebranded um, into go live. Um, and I fell in love with the concept of just launching quickly. Cause I feel like so many entrepreneurs and um, small businesses, you know, wait for the moons to align and, you know, your website could take, you know, months and months or even a year to come to fruition just because, you know, you want it to be perfect and you feel like you have to have all your ducks in a row. Um, but I knew as a creative entrepreneur that I needed my website up ASAP because it was my most strategic marketing tool for my business. So that's where we put together a live workshop for people, um, where we would, you know, people came from all over and we'd have them at different um, event venues or we even would kind of outfit my house to um, accommodate this live in-person workshop. But we would help um, small businesses, um, they'd come from all over and we'd um, help them build and launch their website in two days. So that was like a kind of a rush, rush, um, go, go, go type of event. And we called the workshop Go Live. And that's where I was like, oh, I love this concept of helping people launch their website quickly and get it out into the world so they can get on with their business and really change their life because, you know, they're creating freedom and they're taking their side hustle full time for a lot of people. Um, so that rebranding really helped me be able to bring on more designers. And I, I wanted to move away from it being about me and my design aesthetic and being more about the team and what we're creating together as a team. So I feel like the rebrand really helped. And then I just, I kind of just took my hands off of trying to micromanage their, my designer's design aesthetic. And I handpicked the designers that I feel like have a similar look to what the brand is going for. And then I just trust them completely with, you know, their design style and aesthetic and their intuition. Right. Yeah. You can let go when it's already in the line with kind of where you're oriented. Yeah. So you've got like, you know, a little over a decade here of working with, with entrepreneurs online, specifically getting them started. What are some of the mistakes that you see that pop up over and over again? I mean, you mentioned kind of the, the, the procrastination thing that happens when we're just kind of, you know, if and hemming and hawing. Um, yep. What else, what else do you see? Yeah, I see a few things. Um, I also see 
people trying to do everything and, you know, trying to launch a business that it, I mean, really this concept that I'm going to explain is counterintuitive, but you know, a lot of people think, oh, the more I offer and the more people I can offer it to, the more business I'm going to get. Yep. When um, in this online space, um, you actually need to niche down and really focus on one thing and become really good at that one thing. And then you become known for that one thing. And so that would be like my biggest advice for entrepreneurs that are just starting out is, um, you know, kind of try to stay away from the temptation to do, to be everything to everyone and really try to focus on, on that one client and that one product or service that you're going to get really good at because your name will, will spread faster in a smaller group of people than it will in a big sea of um, kind of, of what everyone else is doing. So it's like that helps you stand out. Um, and then, yeah. And I was going to say, then the other thing was, um, I feel like so often I see people's websites and it might just be because they're really in their head when they're creating their website. But I feel like so many times people forget to just plainly state what they do or what they offer. <laughs> like I find myself like looking on the website and trying to actually figure out like, what does this person actually do? Like, I can't tell. Um, so just having a one sentence statement that helps people um, identify what it is exactly that you offer and then what makes you different is um, really important on your website. Those two main things. Yeah. yeah, no, those are great because I mean, I've, I've gone through that myself and niching down is one of those things. It's like a commitment thing. You're like, Oh my God, like if I, if I just choose this one lane, I'm alienating all these other possible potential people who probably wouldn't care anyway. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned that. And then also, you know, you mentioned kind of how we speak through our websites and yeah, I find the same thing too. Like when you're presenting yourself online or when you're presenting yourself kind of as a business and you're coming from maybe let's say the corporate world, you still kind of think that you have to speak like not human or <laughs> yes, like some type of entity that, that isn't actually you. Um, and it makes so much difference when you, you stumble on a site where it's like, ah, oh, yes, this is for me or, Maybe it's not for me, but at least I know who it's for and I can kind of, you know, send someone there if it makes sense. Exactly. Uh, cool. So let's wrap it up. Uh, um, uh, so, you know, you've, you've talked a little bit about uh, the story behind Go Live HQ, um, growing your team, some of the mistakes that entrepreneurs make. Um, any parting words that you can leave for our audience, specifically people who um, maybe they're serving clients now and they want to enter into the digital product space and maybe create their own templates. Uh, what are some advice that you can give there? Yeah, I would say um, one big piece of advice that I got early on in my business um, in terms of scaling, I am all about having a service-based business and you know, really servicing your clients well. I think that's a great way to get started, a great way to maintain one of my... Um, uh, mentors had said, you know, when you make your business about serving other people, you will always have plenty of work. And I totally believe that. And I've seen that to be true in my own business. Um, but the one piece of advice I have gotten in terms of like scaling my business and creating sustainability has been to um, figure out what my byproducts are 
of my service-based business. So um, for example, um, when we were creating custom, when I was creating custom websites for people, you know, I might do, you know, two or three iterations of what their website could look like. And then I would take some of those scrapped versions and create those into website templates. And so you're really utilizing something that you've already created and making it scalable. So creating a product out of it. So it doesn't have to be, you know, web design for the listeners that are, um, that are listening to this, but just thinking what is a byproduct that you create, that you create on a regular basis in your business that you could package up. Maybe, you know, maybe it's information, maybe it's knowledge, maybe it's, um, you know, a course of some sort, um, or maybe it's just like scrap things that you, <laughs> you know, that you use, like, say, like if you're, um, this is taking it out of the digital space, but if you are like, uh, if you cut down trees for a living, like what can you do with the sawdust, um, that you create from, um, from cutting down the trees or something, you know, something similar like that. But I think just thinking through like, how can I use what I'm already creating to create sustainability and, um, and just some consistency in the business that really helps with freelancing and when you have a service-based business to have some of the extra income coming in. Awesome. I love that piece of advice so much um, because it's something that I don't hear, you know, it doesn't, I don't really hear it too often, but it's yeah. something that I've learned firsthand as well is that there's so much value in your processes and the things that you do for yourself within your business that, you know, are valuable to people who, who are even in the same uh, field as work as you, your peers, you know, um, it's a really good way to turn people who possibly would be your competition into customers and clients too, because you're just serving all around. So yeah, um, I really love that promise. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, it's been great talking with you. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for having me.